Hey everyone, this is Scriptwriter Steve and today is Wednesday and you know what that means. Today is Wedding Wednesdays where we don't talk barbecue, we don't talk movies. We only talk weddings because I own a wedding company here on Oahu. Just happens to be somewhat, I would say, teetering on the edge of like being in business because of COVID. But don't worry, I think we'll still be here when this COVID thing blows on over. Our books are still good and still healthy, and I have other resources, too, to make sure I can still keep the lights on here. So today, we are going to talk about location, 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 and uh, that's it. So uh, hang on tight, got to pay the bills, and I'll be right back. Hey, everyone, it's scriptwriter Steve, and we are back. So we are going to be talking about wedding locations, location, location, locations, um, specifically, again, here in the state of Hawaii, more specifically on Oahu, because I don't know as much as I should on the outer islands. Now, I do know, you know, kind of like a broad brushstroke on what kind of locations and how to choose correct locations, because um, the state of Hawaii is very unique. We're all islands, so we have a sunrise and a sunset, so we can always move our locations, you know, depending if we want a sunrise, because the sunrise is on the east and the sun sets on the west, right? And uh, unlike <laughs> unlike when you're on the when you're on the mainland or any some or if you're like uh, on in um say New York, you know you won't really get a good sunset of it going into the ocean because you're on the east coast, right? So, but here on an island, we get both the best of both worlds. So why don't we dive straight into this? So um. Now, here on the islands, uh, most of the islands, I would say all of them, we have these big, big mountains, the huge mountains that, that stretch up to the stratosphere. I mean, they're, they're just gigantic. And without these mountains, um, the, the islands would actually be, um, uh, be, be, be deserts. Uh, it would be gone. It would just be nothing but barren land. But because we have these really tall mountains... Um, the northeast trade winds come over there and they hit over there and they get and the clouds and the moisture it stalls over these islands and uh, these mountains and it causes one side of the island to be greener than the other um, here on Oahu we have a and all the other islands there's a windward side and what we call a leeward side so the windward side faces the wind the northeast because that's where the trade winds come in most of the time now we do have you know uh, we do have um, uh, southerly winds we call them Kona winds because they tend to, and Kona is in the south. Um, but then uh, most of the time we're getting hit by this, this northeastern eastern wind. It's coming from the northeast and then blowing southwest. All right. So it's that diagonal, that downwards 45 degree um, diagonal from California down to the, uh, our islands, right? It's just one, so if you imagine it, it's just hitting the east coast of every single island. So that means every east coast of the island will be a lot more green than every west coast. So you can, you can pretty much say the east coast of every island is going to be a lot more windy than the other side. And, and, and by rule of thumb, anywhere where there's a, a sunrise, it's going to be a lot more windy as the, um, the sun rises. All right. So in the beginning, when the sun isn't rising, it won't be as windy. But as the sun comes up, the wind gets a lot stronger. And then during the middle of the day or 10 o'clock, you know, the wind's blowing pretty heavy on the eastern side. Um, here on Oahu, it blows so heavy, um, people go hang gliding and they go windsurfing all on the east side. So kite surfing, that's how windy it gets. And we have some of the, I think they said, um, some of the best hang gliding spots um, in the world here on Oahu on the, on the east facing shores. 
Now, um, when I do weddings, um, there's, there's a couple of things that I always look for. Okay. So number one, I always, I always tend to favor the leeward side of the islands because it's a lot more dry. It's a lot less windy. That means if you want to wear your hair down, you want to be on the leeward side. So the less windy side. And I also do a lot of sunsets. So the windward side, that's where you have sun rises. So the east side, the sun rises in the east, okay? And it sets in the west. So we always want to be, I always want to be, all my couples want sunset, sunset weddings, right? They want the sun dipping into the ocean and everything like that. So we want a shore that is facing the west. And um, here on Oahu, we're very lucky because the north shore is a triangle. And on the right side of this triangle, imagine this, a perfect triangle on the top of Oahu. And on the very and and the the right side faces the east, so it's perfect for sunrises. Um, But then the and then on the left side, that shore faces the west. So what you have is this perfect nirvana of like where you can actually get on the north shore, um, a west-facing shore, and then you don't get much wind. So I do a lot of my weddings on the north shore on a very private, not private beach, but a very secluded beach. That's not private; it's public. Um, but there's not many people on there because there's no surf break. Um, I'm not going to um, tell you which where that is because I don't want a lot of other wedding companies going there. Um, but again, you want when you when you choose a location, you want to take a look at the direction of the wind. Okay, so um, you want to make sure uh, the wind blows into the bride's face for the most part. Uh, the groom we don't have to usually worry about too much because he has short hair. If he has long hair, you just tell him to hairspray it. Uh, but if you're on a windy side of the island, most of the time the east, the windward side, um, we're very limited, especially if the bride doesn't like to wear um, hairspray, uh, that the wind has to blow in her face. Um, they do this for a lot of modeling shots where um, you want to have that fan in there just blowing the, the hair back. It looks really nice. And, and the same thing applies for a wedding for a wedding, you want that wind blowing in her face. Now, you don't want it too. Um, you, you don't want it too strong. And it, trust me, on the east coast, it does get pretty strong. Where uh, the her dress, the bride's dress, blows between her legs, and she looks as though her legs has her dress blowing between it, and and she looks as though she has a two chopstick legs with the you know the dress blowing through it, and looks horrible in pictures. And um, so there are ways to get you know to to modify that in poses. Uh, by by putting one leg in front of each other or bending one leg uh, over over the other, um, like like almost you have to uh, you're, like you're doing a semi. I guess the one leg is like bending, almost like you have to pee to be honest. With you. So so it, it's a uh, and it and it looks really good. It doesn't look like the bride has to pee. It looks like she's you know again like like you know you know um it's like a good pose shot. But again, you're very limited when you're you know you're going you're you're in a location with a lot of wind. Um, the background is limited because if we turn your, turn the bride around and we have a good background, say, for example, we have a good background and a good sunrise, but the wind is blowing behind her hair, then all of her hair blows in and then she looks as though she has this huge fro, this huge, like, you know, this, like, huge thing, like this huge monster behind her, 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 her head. And that's not very nice. So, um, and again, it, it also depends on what type of hairstyle she has. So, um. So if if she's actually if you're doing a wedding on the East Coast, I would say to make sure you spray your hair as much as possible or wear it up, wear it up. You know, uh, you can have a few little things here, but hairspray is your friend. All right, uh, West Coast, 
you don't have to worry about that much. If you want to wear your hair down, then then go on the West Coast. If you don't want to use hairspray and when you wear your hair down to be more natural, go on the West Coast, okay? And that, now, if you want a sunset, got to go West Coast, right? If you want a sunrise, you got to go East Coast. And um, so these are the, the major things. It, it applies to all islands, every single island. It, in fact, applies to almost every single, almost every single area across, across the world where you have, you have to choose your, choose your wind properly, choose where the sunset is. And then, you know, again, you're limited to which way the, your, the wind is blowing because you, don't, you want that hair. You want the wind in the face and the hair blowing back. Okay, so uh, now another thing when I look for locations, um, I always look for photographic opportunities, and it's very easy to find um, the wider open. Uh, the, wi- the wider open it is, the better. The more empty spaces is, they're better. Um, the more trees, usually that's not as good. Okay, so when you look at a location, make, make sure it's wide open. You have like you know very few tourists, very few trees. Um, you can have trees in there, but you know, just having one or two and all that, they're fine. But you can, it's always good to have a wide open shot, to have that opportunity to have wide open blue skies, wide open ocean, wide open sands. And where you, ha- where you can Photoshop, you know, you have, may have a few tourists in the background, but you, wanna, you, you want it to be as clean as possible. Um, you don't want locations which are just littered with tourists. Like in Waikiki or some areas, there's more tourists than sand. So it's like almost impossible to to Photoshop out tourists because, you know, they're, 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 there's more tourists than sand. Like usually when you Photoshop things, you clone, you know, empty spaces of beach, you know, over over uh, a tourist. But if there's more tourists than sand, it's easier to put more tourists in there than than, than sand. So so uh, so uh, yeah, be very careful about that. Now let's go and talk about beach locations. Most beach locations they require a permit. I don't agree agree with these permits at all because um, the state is giving away. They're trying to charge you for a a property that they don't own, and this permit, when you take a look at it, it doesn't even say wedding. It doesn't even mention the word wedding or wedding ceremony or anything on that. It says right of passage. Your right of passage, but as a as a citizen, you have the right to to pass onto public property. Um, they worded it that way because um, they didn't want to get in trouble. Um, uh, according to the Constitution, your First Amendment rights, you can assemble peacefully, um, even if it's commercially like that, on a public area. And that's where we see all these protests that happen everywhere. You know, that you, can, you can assemble there and you don't need a permit because you're practicing your freedom of speech. And nothing more is your freedom of speech or freedom of religion on a beach sitting, facing each other with a minister saying you love each other, right? So how can they charge a permit for that? I still don't know, okay? So, uh, but if you're having a, um, some type of commercial event, you do need to get a permit. And the person who's in charge of getting that permit, permit is usually the minister or that wedding company. And you only need one. And it's about, I, I think it's around $25 or $50 now. I'm not sure. I think it's around 25, but they charge 50 because you have to, every company's different um, because uh, of the insurance. There's not many insurance companies that want to insure the beach and you need this liability insurance to get a, to get a license. And these big name companies, these big like State Farm and Allstate, they don't want to, they don't, they really don't want to insure the beach for, for, to, to provide liability coverage for a beach. It's insane. 
to list their name on top of there. Um, so all of these wedding companies who who give it out, even including mine, we go with um, we go with like small name, no name uh, insurance companies that that are just banking on the fact that, hey, you know what, no one's going to sue or anything like that. And no one will sue, right? And we're just trying to be, you know, fall in line. And the, the real reason why the DLNR put this whole permit thing in there was to push, it was a whole political thing. They, weren't, they wanted to push beach weddings back into the hotels. That's, that's all it was meant for. It's totally a fraud. Um, but now, here's, here's the catch-22. If your friend, if, you're, if the minister is your friend, um, and you're just do, or you have no minister. There's some weddings I've been to. There's no minister. You can just you, you don't need a permit. You don't need a permit. The photographer there, um, he has to get a different permit, you know, to shoot on public land, which is also illegal. Um, but but then you you won't have to get a wedding permit. So if things are put together by your friend, um, then you don't need a no. You don't need a permit at all. Now, not all beaches require a permit. There's some beaches, like say, for example, Bellows, which are owned by the military, or uh, Magic Island, which is here in Oahu, which is owned by the city and county. Um, you don't need a permit at all because uh, that's not state. That, that's not state land. And, and the state, again, they're, giving a, they're making you get a permit for land which they don't own, so which I, I, don't, I don't understand it. So again, um, now you can't put chairs or arches on top of, their beach, on, on top of the beach. Now, I've, I know you've seen some wedding companies do that. Um, it's 100% illegal. And they're getting away with it. They're getting away with breaking the law. Um, I'm not a big company. I can't get away with breaking the law. But, um, you know, there, again, there are a handful of companies that do it. They have not been fined. Um, and and it, it's kind of scary because what they're doing is that they're, they, they actually set up a, 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 any, like chairs and an archway on the beach. And they just shuffle people in to, like, why Manalo? Um, like a conveyor belt, like one wedding couple after another. And there's a, there's a cop out there who starts um, checking the other wedding vendors coming by to see if they have a wedding permit. And they start harassing those, but they don't harass the guy, the, the company that's breaking the law. And something tells me, well, this is not right. And we even said, hey, that company there, I mean, we got harassed one time. We had a permit, but we got harassed. And we said, hey, that company's, that company's actually has arches and chairs. And they said, oh, no, but, but they're okay. They said, no, they're not okay. They're breaking the law. I even showed them the, the rule. And, he said, and the cop said, I don't want to look at that. It's not my it's not my area to enforce that. I said, wait a minute, you're trying to enforce this, right? Now I like cops. I'm 100% pro cop, but that cop there and the cops over there, there's something going on over there, all right. So um, and uh, again, these companies, uh, I don't want to say their name, may get in trouble for them, but they're skirting the law or trying to get around it somehow, and it's one million percent illegal. Now, I don't like it. Okay, so when you do um, if you go to go with me or like a company that, that that follows the rules, you can't put chairs or arches on top of the beach. To me, though, I don't really think they're good. You know, to, um, arches. Uh, when you do a sunset wedding, the arches they do make shadows on top of the face, so and they do block that beautiful view, the beautiful sunset. They block that, the clouds and everything like that. It, it, it's not nice. And when you have chairs, well, the the, the chairs they sink into the sand. So it's not the best. I mean, and then you have people who are literally just squatting on top of the beach. They're really just squatting. So it's not the best. It's really, really not the best. Um, so, and, and then on top of that, the acoustics. Um, 
what I like about beach weddings personally, and this is my opinion, is that when you do a beach wedding correctly, it's very intimate. Everyone stands at attention. They'll surround the couple in a very nice close-knit circle. It's great for pictures because everybody wants to get closer so they can hear. Uh, when, you, when you have them sit down, it may look nice for pictures, but no one can hear what's going on. And then for them to hear what's going on, you have to have these ugly, big like speakers on the side. And then, uh, you know, they have to be possibly battery operated or generator operated, but they're still ugly and they get into the shot. They really just get into the shot. Um, so it's not the best. It's really, really not the best. Um, now, that's just my opinion, though. You know, if you want, um, you know, if you want arches and chairs and on the beach, there are ways to go um, to get them legally. And I'll get into that. Um, now, next on vacation rentals. Um, there's a lot of illegal vacation rentals here on, in Hawaii, specifically on Oahu. Our mayor, which is an idiot, and I will say that on the record, he is an idiot. Um, he tried, to, he again, the hotel lobby, everything is the hotel lobby was very strong, and they wanted to get rid of the vacation rentals so they could push more tourists back into the hotels. And, you know, the funny thing about this is that the hotel industry all of a sudden said, hey, wait a minute, we're running at full occupancy. We need the vacation rental homes be to, to, to actually exist because we can't afford the, the overflow of these hundred thousands of more people coming per month. And um, so it was like, you know, they were against it. They weren't against it. And now the, the, the mayor, who's an idiot, has pie on his face and doesn't want to reverse the law. So he outlawed many of these vacation rentals, and he was going after them on, on, under Airbnb. And um, I don't agree with it. I think if you own the property, you should be able to do whatever you want with it, right? You shouldn't, you know, and, and, and a lot of these people are retired. And, you know, they're, they're just, how, how else are they going to make their income? They're making so good income renting it out to people and playing, and, and playing host to all of these other people, these tourists. They loved it. Why can't they do that legally? I don't understand it, Okay. Now, unfortunately, there's, there's no real way to find out which are legal and which are not. Um, I think the ones that are on there right now are legal. So you shouldn't you know, run into you know, that much of a problem. And the city and county, I think they're going to change the rules because we have a much more pro-business mayor coming into office come January. So if that happens, I'll have to redo this podcast. But as of now, <laughs> it's 100, you know, most of them are, are illegal. Now, of those that are legal, very few allow weddings. And that's because the neighbors complain. You know, when you have a wedding, people like to party, they take up the parking spaces and everything. And, um, and, and it's just, you know, it's not a good thing for the neighbors. I mean, I could understand if I was a neighbor, I wouldn't want, you know, to hear people partying and bells ringing and, and, and all those different things and just no, no parking on the street um, of my neighborhood because there's like weddings going on. And uh, there's a really funny thing here because, like, um, one of the one of these uh, legislatures, they owned a wedding chapel in town, and they were getting fined a couple thousand dollars a day. And I think till this day, they're getting a couple, they're fined a couple thousand dollars a day for having for having a wedding on their property there. And but they're booked solid because they'll make about ten thousand dollars a day doing Japanese weddings, so they don't care. And then the state of Hawaii won't enforce it; they'll just fine them. So the state of Hawaii is making money off of them. And, and uh, I don't think that's very honest, do you? So um, vacation rentals, uh, you know, I don't think you could do a lot of weddings on there. I think you could do, you, you can book a, book a vacation rental that's on the beach and then do the wedding on the beach and then come back to the vacation rental to say, hey, let's have some, let, let, let's barbecue in the backyard or something like that. 
Now, um, you can find, uh, um, I do know of one company uh, called teamrealestate.com. Go with, that's called teamrealestate.com. And they have le- legal vacation rentals, which do weddings. 100% legal and 100% okay to do weddings there. They do charge, um, uh, I guess, a, a fee for weddings. I think it's $250 per, per lot. It's very, very good. Um, this is not a paid advertisement. I've used them a handful of times. Uh, I think you should check them out. You know, um, they have these A-frame homes and, and another like regular homes, and they're all side to side to each other. And they have four yards that all connect in the back that overlook the ocean. So you could rent out all four of them and then have a reception in each area, a dance floor on this one, a catering area, and then people get usually married on the beach right below. And it's really cool. And there's no, there's no, um, there's no uh, neighbors next door to them. So you can blast the music and they don't, they don't care. And um, for the most part on the North Shore, the cops on the North Shore are different than the cops, uh, you know, hap- happening in town. They don't care. They really, really don't care. I mean, they're, they're, real, they're much more laid back for the most part. Okay. So now we're going to go into um, private estates. So we went from beach, beach locations to vacation rentals. Sorry, didn't have much good information, you know, good news for you on vacation rentals. It's not that positive. But now we're going to private estates, and these are a little different. Uh, when we talk about estates, I'm talking about big areas. We're talking about farms, um, areas, areas that, that went through the, the legal process to, to that where they can actually do weddings on there. And there's a handful that are, that are legal. We have Kualo Ranch. We have Bear Estate, B-A-Y-E-R Estate. There's Dillingham Ranch. Um, there's again, they're big areas, and they're a lot of them face the ocean, and they don't necessarily own the beach in front of them. But because uh, there's no other area way to get to that area, they can have a beach on the wedding. So, for example, Bear Estate, there's no beach area there, but their property butts up right to the ocean. So they have an archway and they have chairs. So if you want like to have a wedding on this one estate, you can. They legally went through the right channels. You won't have a beach in there, but it'll be right on top of the ocean, and it's pretty cool. So all of the same rules apply. When you, when you choose these locations, make sure, you know, if you want to, you know, again, if you're choosing one that faces the east side, it's going to be a little bit more windy, or, or it may also be a little bit more rainy, right? So Kualoa Ranch, Kualoa Ranch is a lot more rainy. Um, if, you, if you book it during the winter times, it's going to be you know, the chances of rain and clouds are much higher than if you booked it in the summertime. So if you book some of these locations that are on the East Coast, make sure you book it, on, book it in the summer. Like Kualoa Ranch, great for the summertime, not so good for the wintertime. Our winter here is rain. And this applies to other, other um, estates on the other, on the other islands, right? Okay, and this also applies to hotels. The private estates are also hotels. But hotels are private companies. They have their own areas, right? Now, when you book with hotels, things get kind of tricky here. Um, some hotels are cool. Some hotels are not. Uh, some hotels require vendors like, like our company to pay a fee to the hotel to be on their preferred vendor list. Now, I was not for that, so I said, hey, I'm not going to pay I think they wanted 10 grand for me to be on the preferred vendor list. And they promised me it would bring in 10 grand more money. I mean, it would bring in exponentially more. But I said, I don't want to pay 10 grand to you. Plus, that's not honest. That's not honest. So, so whenever you look at this preferred vendor list, those aren't necessarily the best. These are the people who just paid to get on there. All right. 
And, but you have to choose, if you, if you book with some of these hotels, you have to choose from their quote-unquote preferred vendor list. So I don't think that's fair. I really don't think that's fair. Um, so be very careful when you book with hotels. Ask them, do you accept, can we bring in our own vendors? Um, we're not talking about caterers or anything like that. We're talking about, you know, simple things. Our own minister, our own photographer, our own videographer, our own florist. Proof simple. Can we, can we do that? Our own wedding singers, can we do that? And, and if the answer is no, then you, you got to get out of there. You gotta, unless you want, unless you want to be paid, you know, twice the amount or maybe three times the amount that you should. And here's the other thing about hotels, which I, I, I loathe. I loathe. They, they will throw in all of these special items. All of these special items. Let's say, for example, you book, you book your wedding with them. And they will throw in things like, okay, we'll give you a bridal suite for the night. Okay, you can, you can have your own suite. It's nice. You can get ready on it. And then afterwards, the wedding, you come back here. You know, and it's so nice, right? Um, and then on top of that, we'll, we'll throw in, we'll throw in a, a groom suite for all the groomsmen to get together, right? And again, the value of this is not much because it's only $500 a piece at the most. Or maybe we'll even say it's $1,000 a piece. Maybe it's $1,000 a night. But here's the catch 22. Oh, hold on a second here. My earphone went out. Back, I'm back, I'm back. Getting a little, my, my hands were moving, talking with my hands. But anyway, here, here's the catch 22. The, they want you to book an open bar, an open bar at your reception, okay? This is the open bar, and it takes one alcoholic or one person or, or, or kids who want to have too many Diet Cokes or sodas, because one little soda is like $3 that usually only costs you like maybe 50 cents out there in Costco, right? But this open bar, they, which they, you know, a little Diet Soda will like cost you like five bucks. A little alcohol will kind of cost you eight bucks. And all of this tab, your friends are having the time. That bar tab, that open bar tab, which they told you, hey, if you get this open bar tab, we're going to give you this, this, and that. It comes up to like almost as much as the reception bill, almost as much as the food bill. So for example, if you pay $10,000 on food, you may pay $10,000 on alcohol. And they trick you. They completely trick you. So don't never go for the open bar. If you have an open bar, give out drink tickets, okay? That's the only way, drink tickets. But if you have an open bar, that's the way the hotel is going to rip you off. They're going to, you know, that I, I've seen my wedding couples, I've seen some of them almost cry because they didn't listen to me. You know, they came out there, they had their credit cards, oh, I, we can't afford this. You know, they thought they're only paying $12,000 and they were told by their wedding planner over there, Right, who lied to them and said, "Oh yeah, it's only going to be a you know a few extra five hundred bucks." No, not at all. You know, about a few extra ten grand or five grand or eight grand, you know, which you could have gone to put a you could have bought a nice nice uh, nice nice like a you know down payment on a house somewhere in the United in the United States, right? So, so don't do it. So when you ch when you choose with these hotels, avoid that open bar. That's all I'm saying. Okay, and and you know they're going to be more desperate because of COVID. Right, they're going to want more money. Now, now here's the thing. Now we're going down to COVID. Now, how many people can you have at your wedding? As of now, here on Oahu, I think it's around 25 people, and that includes the vendors. I believe that number will change. I don't know yet. Okay, so uh, and today, today is uh, December 9th, 2020. I'm, uh, you know, if that changes, I'm update this podcast and. Um, and say and, and give you the new news. But as of now, even in our tier four, I think you'll be limited to 25. 
or, or maybe even 50. Um, but we'll have to see. Now, I am very positive on it. Again, that um, big receptions, big wedding receptions, we're all going to be back to normal next year because the vaccines are going to roll out and they're going to be implemented. It doesn't matter who president is. This entire, this entire machine's already put there in place. Nobody wants COVID to be here, okay? Nobody, Democrat, Republican, nobody wants it to be. We just want to go back to normal. And the vaccines, you know, we're going to have to science our way out of this. I don't care if you're a pro or anti-vaxxer like that, right? Um, the, the vaccines are definitely going to help. And if they don't, oh my God, you know, but it looks as though they, they're going to help. So anyway, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Um, and uh, yeah, sorry about the little earphone thing there, but I have, you know, I'm still, I don't, I don't have a microphone yet. I'm still talking on my cell phone with that little earphone thingy that goes, you know, the little wire thing and. I was waving my hands, waving my hands, and then it just popped out of my ear. <laughs> so, so that was bad. Okay, so next time I'll be trying to be more professional, but as of that, as of now, I'm out of stuff to talk about. It's 28 minutes. And I'm sure you got something better to do, and I'll sign off right now, and I will talk to you later next week for weddings, and tomorrow we'll be talking about barbecue to movies, politics, and everything, but right now I am signing off. Talk to you later. Bye.